Greetings in our Lord Jesus Christ and welcome to Christ Church of Livingston County Teaching Ministry. Christ Church is a member of the Communion of Reformed Evangelical Churches, Tyndale Presbytery. The following audio recording is from a Covenant Renewal Liturgy at Christ Church. We trust you will be edified and ministered to by the Holy Spirit through this audio recording. I call to attention today is from Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, and long-suffering. We all know that mercy is a good thing, and we are grateful to God when He extends it to us. We also know that we are called to imitate God in this and show mercy to others. But we do live in a fallen world, and it's more difficult than it might look at first glance to carry this out. God's mercy is shown to us in our actual salvation, our actual deliverance, and our actual liberation from sin and selfishness. He is the God who acts, the God who does. Not only does He love us, He loves us competently and flawlessly. In contrast, we have a tendency to be known as a merciful people because we were the people who meant well. We want to be selfless, but thoughts of ourselves, our comfort, our reputation, and our status fill our every waking moment unless we stop to truly consider and live in light of the mercy that God, through Christ, has extended to us. So as we consider the mercies we show, we must never forget our own justification, the mercy which God has given to us, and that the ground of His mercy has nothing to do with the virtue, any virtue that's found in us. And this reminds us of our need to confess our sins. So please kneel where you are if you're willing. Peace to you, my dear brothers and sisters. I'm happy uh, that today I have opportunity uh, to worship our Heavenly Father together with you. To our God who gave us one faith and one baptism. It is a privilege for me to be here today and share with you the word of our God. The word which supports us and makes us our soul stronger. I want to thank the ministers of your church for opportunity uh, the, the, to preach uh, here today. I want to thank you for supporting uh, ministry to the saints in Tuman and also in Uzbekistan. Uh, this year God blessed us to visit Uzbekistan and to serve uh, to the saints there. Uh, Pastor Alek Volkov and I uh, spent two weeks uh, there with brothers and sisters in Christ. I want to thank you for your prayers and that you have been there with us uh, through your prayers. Your faithfulness made it possible. Uh, last few years we studied many Bible subjects in Uzbekistan, but this year was the first time we decided to teach on marriage. 
It is not simple to teach on marriage, but it is even much harder in such countries as Uzbekistan, because all of the traditions they have there which are not biblical at all. Uzbek family is established by the Uzbek culture. Uh, people are bound by age-old traditions and are cautious about. Uh, three years ago, we began uh, praying and asking God to show us a way to serve uh, married couples to make biblical principle of marriage. Uh, this year, the Lord has heard our prayers, and He gave us a chance to begin working in that direction. We rented a recreational area in the mountains far from the city and invited married couples. Uh, there were 10 uh, families plus about 30 young men and women uh, who are not married yet. Uh, we talked about uh, relations between husband and wife in the light of the Word of God. It was the first time we taught about marriage in that community. I'm sure many families have looked at their marriage uh, through new eyes. Uh, nobody remained indiffer indifferent uh, to what they have heard. Uh, most men never ask their wives to forgive them for uh, being wrong with them. After the seminar, the couples had time to talk uh, and discuss what they learned Later, we found out that some men asked their wives for forgiveness and wives asked their husbands for forgiveness. It is safe to say that for all uh, participants, it was a good time for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Uh, one, of the, one of the themes uh, we discussed with the couples in Samarkand was how to grow in gratitude and deeper relationship through daily worship of God. I would like to discuss it with you today. Uh, let's read our verses in Acts uh, chapter 17, uh, verse uh, 22 through 31. Uh, then Paul uh, stood in the midst of the Arapagus and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. For as I was uh, passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you, God who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he uh, worshipped with uh, man's hands as though he needed anything, uh, since he gives to all life, breathe on and all things. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined uh, their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings, so that they sh should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grow for him and find him as though he is not far from each one of us. 
for in him we live and move and have our being, as also some of your own poets have said. For we are also his offspring, uh, therefore, since we are the offspring of God, uh, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by art and man's devising. Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from uh, the dead. In this passage, we, ca we can see how Paul preaches the great God in Athens and called to kneel toward him and glorified him. Characteristics of God, how Paul told to pagans, also have a great value in our life as a Christian. And it has a great influence in our marriage. In this passage, God's qualities are, are revealed, a touching with which the human heart must be filled with awe. Uh, this passage tells us about God as the Creator, Lord, Savior. And God expects our response when His amazing beauty opens before us. Worship of God must be not only Sunday, when we gather together in the presence of God to renew the covenant with the Lord, but uh, the worship of God must be in every day and in every sphere of our life, including in our marriage. So, let's look at what uh, qualities of God Paul draws our attention to. Uh, first, in this passage, we see that the God who reveals us in the Bible is uh, the Creator, as we see in verse 20, 26. And He has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth. He created absolutely everything in His wisdom and power. All that we can see and what is hidden from our view is the creation of our Heavenly Father. Our passage tells us that the whole human race is the work of God's hands. The heart of David looking at God's creation is filled with praise. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Your spouse is also a wonderful creation of the Almighty God, creation which is a beautiful and perfect, for all that God does is good and very good. God, in His wisdom and power, determined the day when your spouse, in an amazing way, will run in the womb of the mother, by the hand of the Almighty God came to this earth. All that you see in your spouse every day, every color, eye color, hair color, facial features, all this is a matter of God. The greatest designer in the whole universe 
uh, has determined the appearance of your spouse, has created your spouse for, for his glory. We admire works of art, uh, various achievements of ma mankind, uh, whether our hearts uh, should be filled with admiration of our Creator much more when we look at our spouses. We also see in our passage that God says that in His wisdom and power He controls His creation, determining the path and boundaries of the dwelling of His entire creation. Verse 26, uh, second part. And has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. Uh, the ruler of the whole universe determined the uh, person to whom your heart clung to, which you have been waiting for and sought among thousands of other accordings to God's will, came to this earth with you at the same time. In this there was no uh, accident, God determined, determined this time. God <clears throat> identified the family in which the uh, character of your spouse was formed. God determined the circumstances that he faced and the experience that he acquired. God determined the time and place in which you, you met on this earth. A thousand circumstances can be done so that you never meet on this earth. We also see uh, that God in our passage revealed himself as God who is the savior of the human soul. Uh, he called for repentance, who will grant forgiveness, Acts 17.30. Truly, this time of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. God, who saved your spouse before the creation, determined uh, the way of salvation for your spouse and granted him salvation. God the Father, before the creation of the earth, chose uh, your spouse for salvation. God the Son, uh, submitting to the will of his Father, left the glory of heaven and came to this earth, lived a life full of suffering and pain, and then ascended the Calvary cross, suffered, died and rose again to justify your wife or husband. God the Holy Spirit, at the uh, same point powerfully, revived your spouse, giving a new heart that loves Christ. And now God, in His wisdom, continue to make salvation in the life of your spouse, giving the permission that the work He has begun will accomplish until He reaches His goal by making your spouse similar to the Lord Jesus Christ by including into the glory of the Father. As it written in Philippians, being confident of these very things that he 
who has begun a good work in you will complete it uh, until the day of Jesus Christ. Uh, dear husband, uh, look at your wife. Dear wife, look at your husband. Give glory to God the Creator who created such an amazing and beautiful creature. Dear husband, look at your wife. Dear wife, look at your husband and give glory to God Almighty who directed your spouse for many days to shape his character to see all the circumstances so that you could one day meet and enter in the most fascinating and exciting relationship which are only possible on earth. Dear husband, look at your wife. Dear wife, look at your husband. Give glory to God the Savior who saved your spouse by giving his son to Calvary, uh, suffering to wash your spouse with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And let God bless us to worship Him in our marriage relationships every day of our life. Amen. Thank you so much for your passion, my English. This supper is a new mercy each time we take it. It's God's gift when life is not what we expect it to be. At this table, mercy is offered to us. So today, let us eat and drink with joy and with thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to this audio recording from Christ Church of Livingston County. If you would like further information about anything in this recording, the Bible, about Christ Church of Livingston County, or wish to make any other related inquiry, please feel free to contact us through our website, ChristKirkMI.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-K-I-R-K-M-I.com. Again, thank you and blessings.